0: Steeler Nation. We are back for another great week of shows. And yes, we do have a special guest today. And as the Dallas Cowboys like to claim America's team, we're claiming the world's team with our next guest. And most importantly, Mike... It's never an off-season here at the Sick Podcast, Steeler Crazy, and we want to give a special thanks to our partners who have been riding with us all season, no pun intended, over at Steel City Wheelhouse where the bar is set. Tires for all cars and trucks can now be purchased online at SteelCityWheelhouse.com. Financing is available, and then once you get your car spiffed up, make sure you go still see, see Steel City Wheelhouse and go To the brewery, it's everywhere. It's brewed in late trobe. It's none other than Stoney's beer. Why settle for a run-of-the-mill mass-produced beer when you can have the best? Upgrade your beer game, raise your standards, and taste the difference that Stoney's beer (laughs) can delivers. I got one right here to celebrate our next guest. Cerveza. Yes. And uh, Mike, I think you'll take it from here and tell the people they can make some money this Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, this weekend it is finally here. 49ers, Chiefs. Obviously it has been a crazy season and I think this is just going to be an excellent Super Bowl between two fantastic teams. Niners I think have been the best team all year in pro football. Chiefs started slow out the gates but Patrick Mahomes ultimately is going to be Patrick Mahomes when it's all said and done. So mm-hmm. uh, very excited to see what's going to unfold. I'm placing my bet on the Kansas City Chiefs. And if you're looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58, DraftKings Sportsbook has me covered and they have you covered because new customers can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code SICKSports. You see it right there. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with Code Six Sports. The crown is yours. Once again, I'm very excited. I'm going to take some props. I have a hard time sitting down right now and thinking about uh, what props I'm going to take because I will be attached to my computer screen or my iPhone screen mm-hmm. for about 10 hours uh, each day. And I do have other things to take care of, but always <laughs> exciting taking over under yards. Uh, You know, uh, touchdown props, Gatorade color, national anthem length, all these good things are so much fun. So DraftKings Sports, please utilize that. If you do have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800GAMBLER.net. If you're in New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. That's 46739. If you're in Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.com. Org pleeps play responsibly, guys. I wish I could tell myself that on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. Once again, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Cdkng slash football for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. <laughs> well,
0: make sure you use the code Six Sports as well, and let's get to our next guest. And this just shows another reason why Steelers is the world team. The Dallas Cowboys can have America Let's run it.
1: Turn up your, up your volume
2: because you're about to listen to the
1: Sick, Sick, Podcast. Podcast. The Sick Podcast. Steelers crazy.
2: harris Smith shields. Blacko Peralta takes it home. Super Bowl 43. Pittsburgh might. Bound for that. Next to number
1: 43. The sickest Pittsburgh Steelers Podcast. Sports entertainment. Like no other. It's gonna be sick. Alright, us two jabronis are probably gonna be throwing out Spanish buzzwords the entire time, but that's okay. I'm not too prideful. I'm gonna do it right now. We have a caliente show that we are about to bring you because this gentleman works for Steelers. And Espanol radio, it calls a lot of games, Pittsburgh Steelers games, of course, broadcasts uh, across Mexico. Also is a contributor for Fox Sports. We're really excited to talk about his background, his extremely awesome relationships he's developed with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Leadership as well, it's none other than Fernando Von
2: Rossum. Fernando, hola, senor. Yes. Hola, como están? I'm glad that this is a Spanish podcast, so it's going to be easier for me now, right? It's an honor, and and thank you for having me, Mike, uh, uh, Jordan. It's it's been a pleasure, and uh, there's. Uh, I was telling you before we start that maybe I'm too old because I've been doing this for thirty five years, and I think you're you're younger than that. So uh, it's gonna be fun, and, and thank you. I'm used to to do my all my uh, broadcasts in Spanish, so English is gonna be. A little different today, but we're gonna try our best to say Anotacion! Yeah. That that's, that mean a touchdown? Yeah. We we no, need those. I I know we're gonna
1: need some more of those. And I was gonna say you still look better than both of us, even if yes. uh, even if you are a little bit older. Uh, so we're we're very happy to have you on. I love that touchdown call. That is fantastic. You were telling us a little bit how about how you became involved with the Pittsburgh Steelers. So tell us about your background a little bit, sir, and how that came to be.
2: Well, my dad, uh, we have the same name, uh, started broadcasting more than 50 years ago uh, NFL games in Mexico. And uh, at that time, um, there was not uh, broadcasters uh, that know the game. Uh, My family comes from, uh, from Germany, but my grandma was from San Antonio. So uh, my grandpa used to take my dad to San Antonio and they watched, you know, games, uh, college games and started watching NFL games. Uh, we're talking the 60s uh, before I born. And, and after that, uh, they were broadcasting the first games in, in Monterey, my hometown. And my dad, my dad called the, the TV station and said, what they're saying is not correct it's not accurate and they say do you know something about this well i know a little bit about it and that's how uh, i can say the legends start my dad is considered the john madden of of, of football in mexico he's the one that that put all the names in spanish that have no translation literally from english to spanish and he tried to make the game easier for the new fans uh, of football in mexico so he instead of having the guys watching the game and the girls away, he tried to integrate the family and make it easier for the new fans. And it worked. And that was the time when the Cowboys and the Steelers, and I will say the Dolphins and the Raiders were the, the popular teams that start. Uh, they start broadcasting uh, Cowboys and then Steelers in the 70s. Uh, We stayed with the Steelers in the family. Smart move. That's how the the history began for my family. And then when I was in college, I decided to follow his footsteps. And and I get into this uh, in the late 80s. And I started broadcasting in different TV stations in, in Mexico then I had an opportunity to go nationwide in my country. And then all over Latin America with Fox Sports in Spanish. And, but before Fox Sports, um, there was a, a conflict uh, with the television rights with the two major networks, Televisa and Televisión Azteca. So we took that uh, uh, opportunity and went to, to the NFL offices in New York to try to create a regional uh, network to, to mm-hmm. broadcast the games. Uh, by then, let me, let me just go back a little bit. My dad represented NFL Properties International in Mexico before they opened an office uh, 20 or 30 years later. So we have this relationship with the NFL and um, so it worked because somebody at the, at New York uh, leaked the the that we were there and mm-hmm. the Von Rossum family is pretty well known with the NFL like a good marriage and after that they negotiate and they continue broadcasting. Yeah. So they say we can give you a radio. So TV at that time and they still do. Um, do the games from the studios in Mexico City. So you watch the game on TV like you guys or I. Mm. So we decided to go to the stadiums, like the networks in the States. So it was a lot of fun. We started broadcasting uh, on-site and we decided to follow the Steelers. That's how uh, uh, Ed Bouchet and uh, Jerry and Bob and all those guys that you know, we mm. started becoming friends and I remember they, 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 have, they do an interview that uh, they were very strange that some guys from Mexico came to do yeah. all this uh, away and home games. That's what uh, opened the door with, with Mr. Rooney, uh, rest his heart, uh, Mr. Dan Rooney, that he's the one that g- gave me the opportunity to do uh, something for the Hispanic market for the Steelers Uh, more than 20 years ago. And saying that, uh, uh, Kevin Colbert always say that we were their lucky charm. And the 20 years that I was with the Steelers, they were winning in the playoffs. After we decided to not continue or not renew my contract for whatever reason that uh, I I don't think is important right now, Mm. uh, they haven't won uh, uh, a game in playoffs. So, Something happened. Uh, you were yeah. the good luck charm. Well, so, you heard it
0: here on the Sick Podcast, Steeler Crazy. Steeler. That's when the playoff success dropped down. Hey,
2: we need to come back.
1: Yes, please, anytime. That's an incredible story. And one of the things that I hear the most when anybody sees that I'm a Steelers fan who I don't already know is they say something like. I tell you what. I've been to Italy. I've been to Mexico. I've been to Australia, and there are Steelers fans everywhere. That's one of the things that I hear the most anytime I, I you know, tell somebody I'm a Steelers fan. And your father, it sounds like, had a large impact on that. Seriously, geographically, uh, everywhere. So that is is very very uh, impressive. So, with that said, what is what is a, a game day like in in Mexico? A lot of Steelers fans, I can imagine, black and gold jerseys.
2: I can tell you that from numbers from 5 years ago, 8 years ago, uh coming from NFL uh office in Mexico, uh the Steelers fan base was number 1 uh for years. Wow. And the the Cowboys were too. Uh mm-hmm. con- country that Texas is closer to Mexico. Yeah. And it is easier for fans to go to Dallas to watch the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh i think it was because uh the the culture you know uh, for for us dallas were the the the, the rich and famous as mm. we were the people you know the beer and and, yes. this, and the fiesta and the tequila and the señoritas <laughs> and all that stuff and, um, and and people in mexico are proud to wear their you know their jerseys their yeah. All Steelers' uh, uh, different, uh, clothes and all that stuff. Lots and of terrible towels. Lots of terrible towels. And, and there was a, a preseason game, more than 100,000 towels in, in Mexico City. Wow. In Azteca Stadium. And let me tell you this. Um, the Steelers, uh, have, when they asked me this question, have more good years, you know, going mm-hmm. to the playoffs, the Super Bowl. The Cowboys... Uh, last time uh, Dolly Parton was a young singer, uh, it was close to 30 years ago. So mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the people in, in Mexico are so loyal. And I can say this, that Mr. Rooney asked me to set up the first official uh, club in Mexico. So we started in Monterey more mm-hmm. than 20 some years ago. And then there's t- uh, club fans everywhere in Mexico and not only Mexico. Argentina, when I used to travel with the team, there was guys coming from Puerto Rico, Argentina, Chile. You know, the the, the fan base is incredible. And um, uh, that, uh, I think, created an impression that from grandfather to father to kids, you know, the whole family uh, followed the Steelers, the, the colors, and having all those good seasons and, Those recent Super Bowls, recent well, fifteen years ago, the last one, I think that that helped a lot. And uh, those those that um, football uh, fan club in Monterey, they also travel. They're the ones, and that they show in Fox Nation uh, nationwide or CBS. They travel forty hours from Monterey in buses to go to games. So. Mr. Rooney decided uh, let's do youth camps, so we brought players and former players to Mexico, to Cancun, and then uh, they opened the stadium for the players, that, for, for, the, for the people that came from Mexico. That time, there were like 100-something people. So uh, the Steelers uh, organization are being top class, uh, uh, good with the fans. The efforts to go 40 hours in a bus to to watch them every year. So uh, I think it's, it was a win-win situation. And that's why Pitcher was one of the first ones that took us as commentators for every game, home and away, and put all these efforts to grow the Hispanic and thank the Hispanic community. Because in every game, home and away, you can see Mexican flags following the Steelers. Mm-hmm.
1: Amazing. And by the way, Dolly Parton looked pretty young uh this past Thanksgiving. Uh just throw that out there.
2: Jordan.
1: <laughs> Jordan, go ahead.
0: Yeah, so let's get into X's and O's a little bit. You kind of talked about, you know, how the season went. I think we can all agree that you know the standard is the standard here in Pittsburgh. We want Lombardi's. We're not, you know, just settling for you know a non losing season. So with that being said, uh, Steelers hired new offensive coordinator Arthur Smith. Well, uh, what are your thoughts on him, and how do you think he could possibly help this offense?
2: Well, I think it will be good for discount for packages for parcels to send. <laughs> <Thanks>. <laughs> well, the standard is the standard. I don't know if. Today's standard is the same standard from the 70s to, to start yeah. with. Uh, to have, I, I'm one of the guys that I like Coach Dumbling, but I've been saying for five years that his cycle finished uh, with, with the team. Mm-hmm. And there's a, lot, there's a lot in country to say, well, he will have a, a, a job in five minutes. Well, Andy Reid from Philadelphia, his see- cycle finished, and now he's having. I mean, a great yeah. time, and, and the team, Philadelphia, is having a good time. I don't know why this marriage or this from Mr. Rooney, the founder of the team, of not firing coaches. But at the end of the day, my opinion uh, with all these years in this is uh, coach stumbling with, co- with good assistants like Lebo or Munchak uh, or Arians, have good teams, but mm-hmm. now he doesn't hire somebody that can be equal or better than him. I don't know why he has his, his reasons, but that's a problem. You need to bring the best available guys. Mm-hmm. Like when you go to the draft, the best available player for your team. And that's why there's no uh, Tomnich tree like McVeigh or like he's so young, or Canada, mm-hmm. Shanahan or other uh, good coaches, uh, uh, Belichick, for example, I know he's pretty hated in, in Pittsburgh, but they, yeah. they they create and, and, and develop people to be successful, not only as players, also uh, on the coaching side. And I think that's one of the most important problems that, I don't know, Tomlin decide that... Uh, He has to be the boss, and nobody can have an IQ better than his, and that's his way of thinking. And Mm. one day Mr. Rooney will decide enough is enough.
0: Yeah, I I hope I I completely agree and I say the same thing. I always use that analogy, the Andy Reid. Uh, analogy um obviously Tomlin would get picked up in a heartbeat that's not the point some things just you know run its course and I think here in Pittsburgh there's no doubt about it he's a great coach um his track record speaks for itself but I just feel like like you said you got to get some new faces in here some new energy um and that leads me to my next question before I throw it over to Mike uh to finish up this interview um what do you think, rather than the coaching staff, you know, to bring in some new guys? What do you think is the biggest off-season problem that the Steelers need to face? I know that the inevitable thing to say is, um, you know, that you know it's the quarterbacks, but you know, there's a lot, a lot of other moving pieces that I think need put together.
2: I, Arthur Smith, I think it's going to be good because worse than Canada's. I don't think there's a lot of candidates that can beat that. Uh, yeah. I think center, uh, you know, is a is a big a, issue because it's the second quarterback is the one that mm-hmm. gave the signals. Uh, and and I see this guy uh, Jackson Powers or something like that. Uh Oregon. looks Yeah, looks good. Yeah. But College is one animal. NFL mm-hmm. is a different monster. So. We're seeing
0: it now with, with Kenny Pickett, you know, had an excellent college career and, and just, you know, it's not clicking right now.
2: I think, you know, they, 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 they changed. They fired uh, Canada and the other two guys did good. But I don't know why Tomlin didn't like uh, Mason Rudolph Because Rudolph yeah, have patience. He, he waited for his turn, and in three games, he gave us something that we haven't seen since Ben Roethlisberger. I think with Pickett, he was not ready. Maybe a year or two behind somebody that can take him you know, to the next level because you know, quarterback is the, is the most difficult position in the game. Mm-hmm. Mr. Vizky was another mistake by, by the, by the yeah. people that make decisions. If they bring somebody... And and Pickett can develop. The the problem I see is Ben gives us a lot of good years. So there was no reason to get another quarterback to like, you know, to prepare. I I don't think Pickett is the solution because with the same system, but different uh, play calling, uh, Rudolph did something different because he had more matureness. He is more uh, used to the game and he can do it with the same plays, something that Kenny hasn't done in his whole career. I think a good quarterback, maybe, but that will say that Omar and Mr. Rooney uh, fail, and I I don't think that's one of the words that you want to hear in their offices. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you need to... They say Arthur Smith is not a good uh, developer for quarterbacks, so I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know why he didn't wait for for Kubik, for example, that guy or Robinson that declined to come and talk to the team. That says a lot to, to to consider. And I will go with center. And uh, we have good uh, uh, running backs. We have good mm-hmm. receivers. If somebody put discipline there, we have yeah. uh, good tight ends and. If we, if we go back to a good line and for a miracle bring Munchak back, I think the Steelers can turn the ball around quickly. But I don't know if Kenny Pickett is going to be the solution.
1: We are here with Fernando Van Rossum, of course, on the Sick Podcast, Steelers Crazy. His family helped raise a generation of Pittsburgh Steelers fans uh, across the border. Hey, you talked about the good times of Ben Roethlisberger. I want to ask you, what are some of your favorite memories, maybe of calling Steelers games, watching Steelers games? Some of the moments that you'll never forget that you've had, uh, that you've probably reflected on and said, hey, I was really happy to be there and see that.
2: Well, two or three, if we have time. Sure. One, one is uh, when I start doing games for, for the Steelers, before being hired by them, uh, I have the pleasure to meet um, uh, Maricott. So uh, Bill Hill is we've been always a gentleman with us. We've been friends with Tunch, rest in peace. And uh, uh, they decided one day because our booth were next to them to put their, their signal for the Spanish market and our signal in Spanish for the, for the English market. Mm-hmm. So that that was an honor for us uh, to to okay. have them put us uh, because I know the stiller fan base is special diehards and it's not easier to for five minutes to listen to some mm-hmm. Spanish wakers saying something. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> but that that was one. Another was a playoff against the Jets. Remember that game that. The the we almost lost and field the, goal the field goal hit the 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 pole and all that. Well, that game it was so emotional that my dad said, Fernando, we were in commercial break, go to the restroom, <laughs> cool down, wash <laughs> your your face and uh, and come back because that was one of the most. Uh, uh, emotional games that i had in my in my career almost uh 1800 games uh that i broadcast oh. in my career 600 of those uh in in stadiums that was that was one and super bowl 43 for for sure you know the that uh uh final drive with with tone uh, it was incredible and i can say one more uh Remember the, the Patriots on uh, undefeated season when Flexico Burris got that touchdown? I screamed that touchdown, like everybody here is in the stadium and <laughs> all over Latin America, because I was happy for, for him because he played in pitcher. And I was happy that the, the, the Patriots lose what they, they, they think they were gonna repeat like the Dolphins.
1: Yeah, we were young pups, but I, I remember that well. The Steelers beat two undefeated teams back to back, Patriots and Eagles, uh, and I, and I do remember that. And that's when a lot of people were like, "This Steelers team has a chance, Big Ben." Uh, but that was that was two of the most memorable wins I had. I remember growing up as a kid because both of those teams looked like uh, you know they were unbeatable at that time. So uh, absolutely some great stories, some great memories to hear. Hey, tell everybody else, everybody who's watching, of course, no matter where they are. Where they can find you? What are you doing next? When can we listen to you? Where can we hear you? Where can we follow you?
2: I have a, uh, a podcast like you guys. Uh, it's, it's daily Monday to, to Friday. Uh, and my dad and I brought all the um, uh, commentators from ESPN and the different networks to, to have fun with us. It's, uh, either we work with them or we know each other for years. So we have the most recognized voices and talent doing games for the past 30 or more years. So that's called Los Mariscales. Mariscales is quarterback in Spanish. Mariscal de Campo was the translation. And you hear Mariscal de Campo in every Spanish broadcast coming from my dad from the 70s. So we call Los Mariscales. You can say that the captains or something you know, to understand in English. And that's during the season. And uh, uh, we don't have rights right now, so we do the Mariscales cast like the Mannings. So I have uh, Roberto Ramovich that do uh, soccer with your producer, and Mm. I have guys from different networks. And and we do some play-by-play, and then we talk about some history, some when the game is so bad, some jokes, you know, you, you need to improvise a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, uh, I will send you the link if you want to share it with, you, with the people that follow you. I know there's Spanish-speaking speak, people that maybe would like to know about us. And there's one more thing I want to say before we finish. I was there in that championship game that the Patriots beat our asses. Sorry about my language. Okay. Yeah, it's a
0: podcast. You can swear.
2: I, and I heard myself from Heinz Ward coach. They knew our place. Really? Uh, yeah. I was there and I hear that. And he was he was crying. Wow. And they, and they were so upset. I think it was 2004, if my memory is, is correct. Mm-hmm. And and there's one more. Remember somebody everybody say, well, New England shit and do this and do that. I was working for the Steelers. We were in a playoff in New England. At three o'clock in the morning, they put the fire alarm and they wake us up. And uh, so they do everything dirty that you can imagine. And more, we try to screw the team. Well, us as press, we don't care. But for them, it's yeah. one story and another and another, guys. Unfortunately there are
1: plenty of times where the Patriots kick the Steelers ass. So I was not sure which one you were talking about, but that 0-4 game, I think what well, the safety, Anthony Smith maybe had guaranteed a win or something like yeah. that for the Steelers at home. Is that the one you're talking about? Where uh they came into Pittsburgh
2: and There was a
0: lot, that's why. I oh, could four. be wrong. There Try was- to I, forget I just,
2: that. It was like the second year of Ben or he was a rookie he was one of the first oh, yeah. seasons and uh the the one the the alarm was you know the the last time we went to new england uh, like mm. five years ago or so and uh but there's a lot of stories you know como se it, dice cheaters uh, tramposos, tramposos
1: the Trampozos. patriots Trampozos. well now
0: we just you know Trampozos the our, our, our viewers will Alex really appreciate brady. this fernando because you know obviously like it's a new era you know belichuk's gone you know brady finally retired hopefully And, uh, you know, you just kind of solidified everything, uh, you know, that the Patriots cheat. So there you have it.
1: Hey, I I want to uh, thank you as well. Also want to mention, I know in the beginning of the show, we said that you're better looking than us. Your English is also better than ours, too. Yeah. So (laughs) I'm, I'm serious. And before we let you go, give us that touchdown call one last time or give us. Okay, I'll throw you a scenario. Touchdown. Kenny Pickett to George Pickens. Okay.
2: That is going to (laughs) happen. Okay. (laughs) Let's do the one Mason Rudolph. And look, I wear my
1: Ben jersey for this one. Okay. How about, how about Roethlisberger to Santonio Holmes or Antonio Brown?
2: Okay. Okay. Uh, Super Bowl. Super Tazón 43. Últimos 15 segundos. Los acereros están a 7 yardas por anotar acaba de fallar Ben con con Santonio, toda la serie ofensiva ha ido con él Eh, esta es la última llamada para los acereros, sale la jugada Ben busca a la izquierda busca a la derecha, sale de la bolsa de protección, allá encuentra a Santonio, va el pase lo agarró Anotación de los acereros, los dos pies dentro, acaban de conservar la repetición instantánea y los acereros van a ganar el super tazón 43. Six Lombardis para Petro. Here we go.
1: I think it's safe to say something good happened. <laughs> <laughs> Fernando, uh, uh, sir, thank you so I much.
0: Your stories were great. We'll have to have you on again soon.
2: Oh. It's a pleasure. Thank you. I have the UU ninety-nine yards, remember in Detroit? I'm gonna Did send you. you that. Yeah. UU, UU, somebody, you you, you, Sama Yu Yu. That was when the bicycle, when they sold their bike. I'm gonna send you that if you like it and you wanna yeah. put it in your show. Uh, we,
1: definitely. I would love to see that. You 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 are the man. So thank yeah. you. Thank so you much. So amigo. much. Thank you.
2: Buenas tardes and mucho gusto.
1: Buenos tardes. Buenas noches. Gracias. That was fun. That was yeah. just fun. These are I,
0: why the you know the off season shows are just so good, and especially when we have guests on like this who can just tell stories. And uh, man, this is what it's about. Because obviously, you know, right now we want to be in the Super Bowl, but uh,
1: gotta work really to there. intriguing stuff about what he said about Mike Tomlin. You don't expect somebody with that close of ties to the Steelers, the organization. Uh, and the Rooney lineage to come out that strongly against Mike Tomlin. Uh, but he did not mince his words, and he said it better in, uh, in English than we would have, like I said. Uh, so, yeah, that definitely holds a lot of weight coming from somebody of that stature, no question about it. And like you and I have said, I think he's absolutely right. Uh, is there still a chance for Tomlin to turn things around this coming year? Absolutely. If they get some pieces in order and they you know can get close to a Super Bowl title, I listen, I will eat my words as well and say, hey, his cycle yeah. did not end, which is the word that Fernando used. But it doesn't feel like that's gonna happen. It does feel kind of like we've, you know, we're at a, a stalemate, uh and, and things are are just stuck in neutral instead of driving straight ahead. No four-wheel drive like Steel City Wheelhouse here. Uh we're we're stuck in neutral in a in a you know on a Mount Washington uh hill or something like that, man. But that was that was a great time. Appreciate yeah. having him on. Uh, Hope you guys enjoyed our shows this past week. Make sure you hit subscribe and the like button and you share this, not just in the USA, but in Mexico and Canada or wherever across the world. Jordan says it well. It's not Steelers uh, nation, country, it's Steelers worldwide, and we proved that yet again today. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next time. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the sick podcast, Dealers Crazy, on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts.